Accessory Group podcast. Today, we're excited to welcome Nick Noble from Metals Innovation Initiative, also known as MI2. MI2 is a Kentucky-based nonprofit that plays a vital role in the state's metals industry, and I'm looking forward to learning more about their work and its impact on South Central Kentucky's economic landscape. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter, Soki Economic Development and Business News at the decessorygroup.com. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, X, and Instagram. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite platform. The DeCesare Group is a public relations and consulting firm. And if you want to level up your company's social media in 2024, give me a call. For the first time ever, the DeCesare Group is offering 25% off our standard social media package. My contact information is in the show notes. This week, we're talking with Nick Noble, MI2's Director of Member Engagement. Nick helps manage relationships with current and prospective MI2 member companies and connects them to MI2's core team and relevant projects and initiatives. Nick has more than 27 years of experience in sales, marketing, and operations uh, with a proven track record of consistent sales growth, brand development, and market share acquisition. In addition to his work with MI2, Nick currently serves as Director of Business Development at Acoustech Systems and has led the company's transition from an R&D-driven organization to a sales-oriented one and secured the company's first sales with Fortune 100 companies. So here's my conversation with Nick Noble. Hey, Nick, thanks for being on the DeCesare Group podcast. It's great to see you again. How you been? Hey, it's good, Jim. Good to catch back <laughs> up with you. And it's also good to be back in kind of the podcast mode. I, I had my own podcast and, and radio show for three years, and it's good to be back doing something like this. And to talk about something as exciting as the Metals Innovation Initiative. Yeah, well, well, tell us a little bit about the history of MI2 as it's known around these parts and, and what the mission is for MI2. Yeah, so... And we're can, not talking about Mission Impossible, too. No, I understand, <laughs> I understand. So um, the metals industry in Kentucky is, is incredible, actually. Since yeah. 2019, um, it, there's been 80 different metal announcements for over $4 billion in investment in Kentucky. And we have, just in Kentucky... Uh, everybody thinks about bourbon and horses and, and cars and Corvettes and Fords, um, but the metals industry is, is is huge, and we have 250 facilities in Kentucky that uh, employs over 36,000 employees. So yeah. there is a the I-65 corridor is a metal um, maven and haven for for many companies. And you know if you're if you're going to buy a 12 pack of any kind of soda or pop or something like that, most likely. All that aluminum came right out of this region. Yeah, so. so we're right in the middle of the aluminum belt. We really are. Yeah, this is the aluminum. <laughs> this belt. This is the aluminum and, belt, and, and as well as copper and steel. Yeah, and, as I was saying, there are others too. Yeah, but. yeah. So it's big, but MI two is is called uh, it's the um, Metals Innovation Initiative, mm -hmm. and actually Kentucky joined the MIT REAP program, which is the regional entrepreneurial acceleration program at MIT mm -hmm. uh, in 2019. And really the MI2 concept came out of the Massachusetts Institute Technology REAP program. Okay. The whole concept was developed at that time. And then in 2022, just over a year ago in October, eight big metals companies in this area, uh, which includes Kobe Aluminum, Logan Aluminum, North American Stainless, Novellus, Nucor, River Metals Recycling, Tri-Metals Aluminum, and Veland, they started MI2 as a nonprofit to help facilitate and really create a robust ecosystem in the state of Kentucky. So it, it really started as a Kentucky 
initiative and it's still there, but it's moving regional real fast and will probably get much larger than that. But the whole mission is to really work together to make Kentucky a destination for metals with focus on collaboration. Um, MI2 helps, is kind of the middleman um, and all of the, the folks that work at MI2 in our organization are actually on loan from the metals companies. Like VJ is, is our CEO. He's actually on loan from Logan Aluminum. Mm -hmm. um, they've, they've sent him over here for two years to try to get this initiative going. But really it's all about you know um, going after the pressing issues uh, that are critical in our industry to align you know, with national concerns. So we're looking at things like um, research, bringing technology and innovation into um, at a, uh, on a pre-competitive basis. So a lot of these companies compete against each other. Sure. But this is a kind of a cross-functional team. Um, we have an incredible board of directors that it's made up of all those companies that, that I just mentioned. Uh, there's also a membership leadership council, which drives strategy, which we can get into some of those initiatives as we go, move forward. Um, but really the goal is to brand the, the Kentucky metals industry, to help find te technological innovations, to tackle things like workforce development, which is on everybody's top of their list yeah. in terms of issues. So there's a lot going on, but um, we've been in existence a little over a year. Uh, it was founded in October of 2022, and here we are in December of 23. And, uh, Really, some great things are churning out of MI2 and, and with all of our members and partners. Yeah, and, and you you'd mentioned a couple of things I wanted to follow up mm -hmm. on. First of all, you know, the aluminum industry is is major in this area. Uh, I know when I was serving in the legislature, we worked on some aluminum initiatives for uh, overweight hauling and things like that. But also, you know, we as you mentioned, if you're you're drinking a soda or a beer or whatever, it's a good chance that can came from around here because we we do have two manufacturers now with Crown and Ball, mm -hmm. and of course Logan Aluminum. Everybody knows about them. But then we yeah. also have you know Constellium, and we have Bilstein, and we have uh, you know Newcore. It's robust. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's very mm -hmm. it's very robust. And I guess my question, the follow up to that is. You know, there's always we get a lot of imported metals, mm -hmm. and and sometimes they're inferior to what we can produce around here. And so, is is there an initiative to use more, I guess, domestic metal products than than from coming from other places, or are you all working with international companies as well, international partners? Well, we're working with international partners as well, um, and, and I'll call that more of the supplier slash the vendor uh, membership, but, mm -hmm. they, but they are working with all these big companies. And, and as you mentioned, you know, Logan and Ball and, and uh, Crown, um, they're always trying to, I believe, to, to use as much domestic aluminum. And we, we don't get too much into the, the foreign versus domestic side of the supply chain. Okay. Um, but what we're trying to do is help them come together, all of us with, with the cross-functional teams, to tackle things like sustainability and heat waste and, and safety, um, uh, things like that, as, along with workforce development and others. So, sure. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, of course, um, just you know, great opportunities in this market for for the metals industry. So, what are some of the uh, the key areas of focus in terms of research, sustainability, commercialization, talent development, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Tell us tell us more about that. Well, um, I mentioned all of our founding companies, and we have a board of directors that's made up of executives from all those companies. But there's also a membership leadership council, which drives our 
strategy on different initiatives. And really, we have four, actually five main initiatives, and they include workforce development, um, which we can get into some detail there, sustainability, um, technology innovation, grants and funding, and then branding the the metals industry. So there's a lot of work. The the MLC creates the strategy in in 2000, or FY24, which we're in now. we actually have over 25 initiatives in each of those five areas that are tackling very specific problems or mm-hmm. opportunities um, that maybe one company doesn't have the bandwidth or the time or the effort that they can go after and tackle that. You know, workforce development's a big, big, yeah, you know, that's a that's a big subject. But the combination of getting um, specific work groups that are created out of those key um, um, strategic focus areas and then getting a cross-functional team with not only the, the metals companies I mentioned, but we have an incredible uh, group of partners with U of L, UK, EKU, WKU, all the chambers, the Bowling Green Chamber, the Kentucky uh, Economic Development folks, mm-hmm. and, and all across the board. And we've had a lot of success early on because um, when we first when we first started, we had the help with the Kentucky. Our governor has backed us, and and the the NSF, National Science Foundation, there's a lot of things there, and they're all kind of bolstering yeah. the, the initiatives, so. So when you, when you, what do y'all talk about with workforce development? Because I know a lot of our listeners and a lot of our past guests, uh, that, that's an issue that comes up on a regular basis. So tell, tell me more about that. Yeah, so um, th- there's a lot going on in, in talent <laughs> and acquisition. Uh, Luke is, is our director of that, and, and he, is driving a lot of initiatives. Um, a couple of them, we can just kind of go down the board. And, uh, expansion of metal jobs awareness. So, uh, we've developed a bus to business program. So, mm-hmm. we're taking uh, high school students and um, tech school folks and even college kids and bringing them to a place like Logan Aluminum so they can actually see um, that these factories are state of the art. Oh, yeah. Um, there is un- unbelievable talent, um, very, very smart people in the ranks and getting a bus to business program so so these kids can actually believe and, and become aware that there's a path and a, and a much needed need for talent um, for them to, as they move and through high school, graduate from high school, move on to right. whether they go to trade schools or universities and the like. And so that's an example of a bus to um, business program, which we're doing at, at a lot of these founding companies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also, um, working with the Kentucky Chamber Talent Pipeline Management Program, um, with and, and we've added 80 companies to try to find talent. Um, we're working with um, to try to develop a in, metals industry certificate program, okay. um, which is will help um, find and identify folks and, and actually help the universities create curriculum um, that would be a pipeline into the metals industry. I mean, whether it's courses and studying, whether it's engineering, you name it across the board, um, but it's helping uh, helping us with our partners identify areas of need that the metals industry has, so they can uh, put that into their curriculum. You know, one of the things I've noticed over the last I don't know decade, twenty years or so, is that you know, once upon a time, your uh, technical colleges or your technical schools and your your universities kind of had this set in stone curriculum mm-hmm. that you know you you either you know you're a finance major or you're this, but now. You know, more universities, more technical colleges, more technical schools are developing programs based on the needs 
of the employers of the area, and that's that's really and we do a really good job in South Central Kentucky with I agree that. With that. And uh, so that that's awesome to hear that that you know you all are doing a lot of the things to to make sure that young people know the careers that are available. Successful people, I mean, you can you can earn a great living, have a a, a wonderful quality of life, and have a fantastic job for life uh, if you latch on with one of these these organizations that you're talking about absolutely and and everybody with very few exceptions is is in great need of talent you yeah. know and and it's the, the workforce for every industry um is really a challenge right now and and getting that awareness at the student level so they can see that path is really valuable to, yeah. to our members so so you, you've talked a little bit about this but but mi2 you know collaborating with the uh, with industries, how do you how do you all do that? You know, collaborate with industry leaders and other stakeholders to to advance the metals industry in Kentucky and the southeastern region. Yeah, well, there's a there's a lot of levels to that as well. One of the one of the things we just had our first annual conference in Louisville. It was the 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 um, the theme was of of the conference was factory of the future and mm -hmm. factory 4.0 and that and we had all of uh, our members but it was also open to anybody that wanted to sign up other metals companies other partners and universities research firms engineering firms uh, we probably had about 250 people in louisville we had incredible keynote speakers from mit from ge appliances uh, from hitachi Bantara. Um, and bringing that together. And then we had some great workout, um, some uh, breakout sessions at that conference talking about all the Factory 4.0 and, and we had University of Louisville engineering students there, UK engineering students, uh, the Gatton Academy from here in Bowling Green, yeah. uh, their students were there and they got to see um, all these executives and all these very smart people talk about the subject of Factory of the Future. So that's one thing is our annual conference. We've set those dates next year in Lexington and that it will be the workforce of the future is going to be the name of that. Okay. So that's one example of some of the things that we do. Um, but also we're working with our individual members. I mean, you and I have been talking about uh, one of our members that, that has some needs for some rail um, spurs and mm -hmm. things like that. And so we work with companies to help identify opportunities and grants and funding um, and let them in, and do you know a lot of the work for them and really research it and be able to dish it out to them and see okay does this make sense for us and can we offset some of our, our development costs through some some national programs that are out there with grants and and I you know I don't want to say anything out of turn here but uh, it looks like there's an opportunity for for economic development organizations as well to work with you off they're trying to recruit a, a metals industry into the market uh, which happens quite often, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you could be a valuable resource to them. Is that, is oh, that a fair statement? Absolutely. And we're working with um, all kinds of the, of the economic development folks. Like the Kentucky uh, Association of Economic Development, the uh, Cabinet for Economic uh, Development, and all, all those different groups. Yeah, <laughs> Accelerate Kentucky, Kentucky mm -hmm. Innovation, Create, um, Louisville Healthcare CEO Council, the Kentucky Science and Technology Corporation, the Kentucky Council of Post-Secondary Education, in, in addition to with U of L, UK, WKU, Bowling Green Chamber has been amazing. You oh, know, yeah. They're all over this and, and, uh, 
and and we're in a sweet spot with the metals companies right here in this region. So. And with and with the rail service that we have in this market in particular with CSX and RJ Corman, uh, they are they are major part of this industry. Absolutely, and, and not not to mention the trucking part of it. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a, it spurs off all kinds of different directions. Yeah, and and there is a you know whether you know it or not. I mean, I'm sure everybody that listens understands you know how how business works. But when you have an industry, let's say aluminum, because that's the biggest one in the market for the most part, um, there's there's a there's a huge economic impact on that and. You know, one of the things that, that we like to talk about is, you know, some examples of how MI2 is contributing to the economic growth and job creation in South Central mm-hmm. Kentucky. Well, and, and that's the that's the core is 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 just that and and some of the initiatives and let's talk about a little bit about sustainability and creating. Sure. So um, right now, MI2 is working on a five uh, with all of our partners and our members working on a five year plan for clean energy. Um, there's a big heat waste analysis going on. Um, we're looking at, with all of our members, uh, alternatives to fuel trucks and forklifts. Um, we're doing a, 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 fi- a feasibility study for statewide recycling programs. So all those are going to create more jobs and, and more efficiencies in the, in the factories, allow them to, to have more capacity and need more people. And so that's all part of the ecosystem that's, that's really churning to try to, to, to really benefit um, and, and the great thing about the metals industry, and specifically aluminum, but but all metals, I mean, you can recycle those and reuse them. Mm-hmm. And you know, unlike a lot of things that that are used, mainly in industries, you can't you can't recycle all of them. But right. but this is an industry where sustainability is going to be a, a huge part. I'm assuming of your of your core mission. It is uh, sustainability is a huge part, and also new technology implementation. So. Uh, manufacturers, they want proven technologies before they'll implement them. Mm-hmm. And universities and labs are really good at discovering those technologies, but not maturing them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people refer to that as kind of the valley of death, the gap between governments and university development of technology, and then it being implemented into the private sector. Right. So what MI2 is trying to do is kind of bridge that gap and really um, de-risk some of the exploration of it. Um, have these our our, our focus groups uh, from our strategic uh, work areas really take a look at this stuff, develop it collectively, and then see if it can be great for the the big you know the, all the folks in the ecosystem. So are they are they taking these new technologies and, for lack of a better term, beta testing them and and trying them out, or or are they you know and studying them and all that good stuff? They, they can, yeah, absolutely, and 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 you know like the the heat transfer, you know all these all these factories produced a lot of heat. So yeah. there's a whole big uh, study and initiative going on. It's hard to it, melt metal with ice. Yeah, yeah. I was at a Trace Diecast, <laughs> yeah. a great, our great friends at Trace. They're one of our members, and watching their facility with all that molten and aluminum in, yeah. in there, it, it's 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 mind-boggling how amazing and high-tech it is. But there's a lot of opportunities in that sustainability to to make things better. Um, so challenges and opportunities for mm-hmm. the metal industry in Kentucky, and 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 what are, what's your role in that? What's MI2's role in that? Well, I, I think we've we've talked a little bit about the subjects, but you know the 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 workforce of the future and and getting these these very i mean logan aluminum has i think 1200 1500 employees and, right and they're a giant uh organization and they have a need for more people so 
um, things like the bus to business programs. We're working with um, non-in-location uh, jobs, like for in Eastern Kentucky, where we have some higher unemployment. Mm -hmm. There's not as many metals facilities over there, but working with our members to create jobs that can be done from there remotely uh, to fill those gaps. I got you. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot going on in, in, in all of that. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just really getting into the nuts and bolts of, uh, I've got many, many, many initiatives. Like I said, we have over 25. We're uh, working with uh, the non-diesel fork, tr uh, fork trucks. So that's a big initiative that Logan Aluminum Tri-Arrows, uh, tri uh, Kobe and NAS are all part of. Um, we're working to collaborate with the, the Kentucky Chamber on bringing bus to business. I mentioned that a couple of times. Right. Uh, we're leading the metals industry to initiate uh, initiative to build a waste heat data and solution best practices. We've talked about that. Um, we're doing a pilot program um, with um, the National Science Foundation to lead market efforts for new Kentucky and Tennessee National um, Foundation initiatives. And there's fund a lot of funding for that there. Um, and then just it, it goes the list goes on and on and on and on on, on in all of our five key areas on, on how we're trying and we don't want to be MI2 hopefully will go away someday this ecosystem will actually start churning and, and create its own legs we're, we don't want to be in the middle of it we're just helping facilitate in the networking and getting the right people um, to go after some of the big initiatives that, that we've talked about um, that all these companies are experiencing. And I, I should note that you, you are, uh, MI2 is headquartered at the Innovation Campus where we're actually recording this podcast from today. Right here. And mm -hmm. uh, there's there are a, a lot of good things happening at the Innovation Campus and MI2 is, is one of the, the big things, the big initiatives that, that's going on that I know Buddy Steen and Sam Ford are a big part of, of this initiative as well and, and you know, helping make this place, and when I say this place, South Central Kentucky, sort of a, a tech hub. It really is. Uh, around the country. And, and, you know, it's nice having some space here now because, you know, we've got great Internet. You know, we've got <laughs> some of the great best. resources here. And, and it's, you know, collaboration even between competitors uh, is necessary uh for the greater good. Absolutely. In, in a pre-competitive situation, not everybody has all the time and resources, but if we spread that out across a lot of different folks from, from our members to our to our partners throughout the and 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 to your point, this what what buddies and the folks have done here at the Innovation Center is just incredible. I've sat in on several uh, big meetings with uh, we had Hitachi in um, but it, it, the, the companies that they're drawing to this facility from all over the world is, is really, really impressive. And, and South Central Kentucky is a just a fertile ground for technology. I mean, you don't think of Kentucky as a high-tech place, but this we're sitting in this facility. And it's MIT like the Silicon has, Valley of, the, of <laughs> Kentucky. It really is. It's impressive. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. And it's neat, you know, in our space here and the uh, collaboration uh, part of it, you know, we look we look over our desk, and there's Logan, there's Envision, there's you know Habitat for Humanity, all these different or mm -hmm. MI2. You know, mm -hmm. so so it, it it is cool that there's a lot of, of neat things going on where folks are collaborating. Did I did I not ask anything that you wanted to address? No, I, um, I, there was an interesting and and it's up on our website. And and if anybody's interested in the metals industry with MI2, but Team Kentucky, the Cabinet for Economic Development, has just created a Kentucky's Metals Industry Guide. Oh, cool! And it, and it is a 
uh, it's full, chocked full of facts. And, you know, I mentioned that we have 250, 250 facilities with 36,000 employees across the state. But, you know, from the copper, aluminum, steel, it spans everything from roads and bridges to cars to, to tin cans, aluminum cans, all the way through manufacturing of gas and oil and windmills and boats and fences. And it's a robust industry here. And um, I would encourage anybody that's interested in finding a little bit more about metals companies, metal, the metals um, innovative initiative, and some of the things that the state of Kentucky across many levels is doing to promote uh, the uh, metals investment in Kentucky. It, it's a big deal. You know, if you think about it, within a 15-minute drive of where we're sitting right now, you can get you a steel bridge. Mm -hmm. You can get um, an aluminum oil pan. You can get a soft drink can. Mm -hmm. You can get some copper wiring systems. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's kind of an unknown entity around here that, that we are, you know, sort of the center of the metals industry. And, and that's really was the genesis of MI2 is trying to brand that and talk and get it elevated to where not only the universities and, and degree programs and the, and the tech schools, even high schools, identify this as a valid industry that is huge um, and maybe not as sexy as some of the cars and bourbons and horses and all that stuff, but it, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's got a lot of critical mass here. And, uh, and, we, uh, and, and that's what MI2's mission is, is to develop that ecosystem to as rich. So when it's a no-brainer when metals companies are looking to invest somewhere in the United States, that this region is the place to do it. So precious metals, it's not always gold and silver. Not always gold and silver. <laughs> we like we like aluminum cans yeah, too. That's right. <laughs> I know we we've kind of had a, a thirty thousand you know foot conversation here, and we'll put uh, in our show notes the uh, the web address mi2ky.org. That's correct. Uh, we'll put that on there, and if anybody uh, wants to find out more about what all is happening. Uh, with the Metals initi Innovation Initiative, uh, you can find out more there. I appreciate you being on the podcast. No, it's a pleasure, Jim. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's good to talk about uh, MI2. It's great to talk about the success we have in Kentucky. And really, uh, a lot of states would, would die to have what we have with the metals industry here. And we're just trying to make it a little bit better for everybody and, and find folks to, to uh, help uh, fulfill the mission of these companies, find universities to help uh, continue to develop talent and uh, just do everything we can. Awesome. Nick Noble, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being All on right. the DeCesare Group podcast. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks to Nick Noble from Metals Innovation Initiative for joining us and sharing his insights. If you want to learn more about MI2's work, visit their website, mi2ky.org. I'll put the address in the show notes. Remember to subscribe to the DeCesare Group podcast for more conversations with economic development and business leaders in South Central Kentucky. Also, check out our newsletter, Silky Economic Development and Business News, by subscribing on our website, thedeCesareGroup.com. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, X, and Instagram. Today's program is produced by the DeCesare Group Public Relations and Consulting Firm. If you want to level up your company's social media in 2024, give me a call. For the first time, the DeCesare Group is offering 25% off our standard social media package. If your company or someone you know wants to take advantage of this great offer, I put my contact information in the show notes. The engineer of the DeCesare Group podcast is Justin DeCesare, a.k.a. Tony Stark Iron Man. Our content contributors are Brooke Mattingly and Amy DeCesare. Join us again next time for the DeCesare Group Podcast. I'm Jim DeCesare.